Rocky Mountain mixed down We're talking music in your hometown Other places too Welcome, welcome All are welcome here Rocky Mountain mixed down It's the Rocky Mountain mixed down Your host this week Cody Crawford, Ty Galloway. That's me. That's you. Uh, we're in the studio with Day Shaper. What's, What's up, up? y'all? Yeah. Um, let's introduce yourselves, guys. What's going on? I'm Taylor Anastasio, and I just took a huge drink of coffee, and now I can't breathe. <coughs> it was hot. Um, I play guitar and I sing for a band called Day Shaper. Let me be the first to say it's a terrible idea to put us all in the same room together, um, and we're going to see how it goes. <laughs> I'm Colby. I play bass. <laughs> Straight to the point. I love it. My name is Avery. Uh, I play guitar for Day Shaper and background vocal. Uh, they call me uh, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do call him that. <laughs> just That's sometimes. Good. So the fans call you that too, or is it just? Uh, the band? I don't know. It's just like an inside friend thing. Yeah. But um, no, seriously, thank y'all so much for having us today. This is like so much fun. We're super Thanks. stoked to be here and it's going to be a good time. Yeah, glad to have you guys. Um, I know you guys just played a show with Shady Oaks very recently. Two or three members, or so, two of the members are in the room at the moment. Um, I was at the show, had a blast. It was so much fun. That was a good oh show, man. You guys, you guys put it on. It was so great. Killer. Um, they also had really good fried uh, pickles, so that was a nice. Oh, you know, I never nice got to have a fried pickle. Oh man, I'm oh, sorry sad about that. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. go back to, dubs, dude. We're gonna go back and play there in about a month and a half or two. So awesome Perfect. fried pickles. Yeah, you got to. It's it's excellent. On a scale of one to ten, how are they, dude? <laughs> scale of one to ten, the fried yeah. pickles. You want the honest truth? Yes, please. You're like a seven. All right, dude. Seven or eight? Yeah. At least it's above a six. Yeah, you like the uh, the spear, me. the chip. Uh, I gotta say, chip. Okay. Yeah, I feel like spear is like too much pickle. For the amount of uh, batter that you got, I mean, so, you're right. So, I mean, I yeah, don't have yeah, that's the only correct answer. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> we can all agree with that. All right. um, Colby, you good over there? You're like spear pickle or chip? All right, I got sick. lost in the conversation. Cool. Already. <laughs> this is lost in the sauce. Right off the bat, we are digging into the heavy hitting, hard hitting questions on this podcast. Really stuff. talking about music in your hometown and other places too. <laughs> Talking about fried pickles. That is the important stuff. That's, um, that's punk rock right there, dude. That's very punk rock. Um, one might even say it's metal. Maybe even say it's, it's like metal. like that beautiful place where like, everybody agrees on Motorhead. You know, like it's kind of that that cross between, between just, metal and punk. It's just, yeah. I'm throwing out the rock hands right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so how did you guys originally get together? Like what's the, what's the story? What's the background? You know. Oh shit. Tell us about uh, the foundations so, of Day Shaper. Yeah, so we we have four members in Day Shaper and uh, three of us have known each other forever since high school. Um I've known this guy Avery for 15 years at this point. We always played together. Uh graduated, life happened. He went to the Navy, I did my own thing, went to college. Thank you uh, for your service. Thanks yeah. man. Appreciate that. Seriously. He graduated from the Navy, I dropped out. <laughs> And we, <laughs> it all works out the way and we converged and we said, hey, let's get, the, let's get this uh, band thing together that we've always kind of thought about. And uh, yeah, when we got DJ, our drummer, who is not here today, sadly, uh, we got him. Is he okay? 
Oh, he's fine. He's no. working. Okay. Yeah. Sadly, just because he's great. <laughs> cool. Yeah, not because he's like ill or anything. He's good. <laughs> I mean, we got a bunch of white claws. Do we need to pour one out for Maybe. the board, dude? Uh, right. I don't know. This carpet doesn't really <laughs> straight to uh, Liz's carpet. Yeah. Smooth the carpet. Just kidding, Liz. <laughs> it was crazy because um, Taylor and I met at a football game through a mutual friend. And That's we right. didn't even knew we both played guitar. And we were just like, every time something would happen, they would blow an air horn. But then eventually the air horn ran out of air. <laughs> so we would just be like, picturing an air horn in our hand, just be like, <laughs> and nobody else would do it with me but Taylor. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, dude, we were you're really your, cool kids in high school. Your air horn totally already popular kids. And, uh, <laughs> I don't think I, anybody in this room is particularly popular no, in high school. So it's kind of how it we all end up end. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then through the air horn experience, we learned that we both played and uh, we just like developed an awesome friendship. Like we're best friends. So and, why didn't uh, you call the band Airhorn? Or Airhorn really experience. Came up, you know. That's actually a pretty good idea. Horn, that's a good idea for a Is song. that going to be on the next record? <laughs> it might be. It's on Air Horn Experience. Yeah, it's all about friendship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and claim a bit of a writing credit on that right now. Dude. So, like, just give me yeah, my yeah. Like 5%. You got witnesses. Yeah, we'll switch you a check. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. I'm going to need that. Yeah, so, I mean, the three of us got together. Uh, we jammed for, you know, three, six months, something like that. Wrote a few songs, and then uh, we needed to, as all— Mid twenties uh, bands do. We started looking for a bassist on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, first guy I put up an ad, and I swear to get, I swear one hour, this man hits me up on Craigslist. What's up? I'll play for your band, and uh, he came in, and he was a perfect fit, yeah. which we, you never get on Craigslist. So it was yeah. really, really, really dope that we well, nailed it on the first one. A perfect fit that's also readily available. Yeah. Like, that you don't have to go steal from another band, or did they steal? Yeah, you from he didn't have band? nine different yeah. bands. <laughs> it was about three. Yeah, he only had yeah, three bands. Yeah. We had yeah. to go fight. Yeah, well, I mean, he's not a drummer. Like, you know, he's basically <laughs> it's only three bands. Drummers are in like all twenty. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy because I know we were talk, kind of talking about it at dinner, and it's like sometimes in life, shit just kind of like you go through everything, and you all just kind of, we all just kind of found our way. Just meeting in the same room and something really cool happened in that room that we all met on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. like, Colby moved here, and I don't know. I, like, really appreciate that he just, like, still chooses to just jam with us, and, like, he's become a really good friend, and, like, I don't know. He's, like, a backbone of this band almost, too, you know? Cheers he's to Colby. Slacked. Cheers yeah. to Colby. Yeah, like cheers up. to you, bro. Getting <laughs> crispy, dude. First cheers of the night. <laughs> Yeah. I did say we had a, 49 uh, more to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> At least 50 before the night's over. <laughs> we got 51 more to go, dude. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So, <clears throat> so that's kind of how you came together. So, how did, like, you know, the name Day Shaper, like, where did that come from? What was the. I guess it was my my idea. I, I didn't really have a concept for it. Um, we were doing just a huge brainstorm list. I was at work one day just bored out of my mind and we had this big whiteboard in the back and I just sat back there and just wrote shit. I just wrote name after name after name and I'd take pictures of it and be sending it to, to, to the band and you know, on break or when no one's looking and just be like, how does this sound, dude? Is this, is this cool? And uh, everybody just gravitated toward the name Day Shaper, which is just one of the things that I wrote on there. And uh, yeah, I feel like it, it, it felt genre fluid enough to kind of encapsulate everything that we wanted to try to do. 
It wasn't too specific. It didn't sound too punk rock or too emo or too soft or too hard or anything. It was just a really, really fluid name. And it's let us kind of experiment, kind of find our place, figure out what kind of music we write. Right. And everybody just started to really, really, really latch onto it. Um, that's kind of how it came to be. Just so absolute, the, complete, like shot in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. So the music, the music came after the name. Yes. Or did you have an idea of like what you wanted to do? I think do? it was a bit of both. A bit of both. Yeah. yeah. We were playing together and we were just kind of still like fucking around, not really knowing what genre we wanted to dive into because after a while we like, it was always kind of a, oh, we're all going to like graduate, go our separate ways and like one day get the band back together, you know, and so it kind of just organically happened again and so we were just kind of having fun with it and then we were playing and then we were like okay like if we're doing this like let's have fun with it let's kind of dive in a bit you know and then uh kicked over a white claw no spillage though we're good um but then as we were figuring out the name day shaper that's kind of when Colby came into the mix and we were all just kind of, I don't know, it's, it was kind of like a fun, exciting time. And then we just kind of ran with it, you know? Yeah. So was it just you two and DJ and then y'all got Colby? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, so y'all had like worked out some riffs and yeah, we had, were kind of writing and then y'all just need to fill in the gaps. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. We had like a few songs written. Didn't really know where it was going. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even know if it was the style we wanted to stick with. We just... Okay. So it was kind of... The genre y'all are in was that kind of the first things y'all jammed on, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you what you could hear on the the EP, the Spotify okay. EP. Wow, on stage, pretty much <laughs> like the first stuff we kind of just fucked with, and then we just branched out from there. We've kind of taken a little bit of a harder direction lately. Yeah, I guess you could kind of tell from the from the show and stuff. Um, we just like to kind of jump around. We hope that we can jump from project to project, just do different things. Yeah, I love that you're trying to really stay fluid. In, you know, and not get kind of linked into just one genre or one, one totally. sound. Um, you know, looking at your, your Facebook page, you know, you guys describe yourselves as an alt indie rock band. Um, I've also heard you called, been called a pop punk band. So, like, and, and it's, what? <laughs> signs up? All right. Um, I'll take that. I'll take that. So, like, you know, kind of, I love the idea that, you know, even from the basis of the name, you wanted to, to remain kind of open to experimentation and flow and like finding, you know, finding your sound along the way. Is there anything you, you know, kind of lean more into something that feels more comfortable or do you, you know, want to keep experimenting song by song by song? Yeah. Lately we've been pushing toward more of a kind of raw, hard rock, punky kind of sound. Everything feels a little bit heavier, not overbearingly. So, but definitely energetic, a little bit more raw. We feel like, I don't know. Maybe we just got to be young while we can. <laughs> just sure. be, be a little harder, a little more punkier, a little more rock. Settle into settle into something, you know, later on. But that's definitely what we're gravitating toward right now. It's been kind of nice, though, too, because I think that we all kind of enjoy a very similar— I mean, there's so much music out there. And there's so much good music out there that just, like, I feel like we all kind of just— we enjoy the music that Taylor brings to us and that Colby brings to us and Deej will bring us some stuff and like we'll all just kind of like send each other like a song of the day and we'll all just vibe out on it with each other for a while, you know? Yeah. So it's like we all have 
similar backgrounds with the genres we listen to. And I think everything that we're listening to new kind of just like influences a lot of our stuff, you know, because it's just kind of who, it's kind of who we are. You sure. Know? Totally. So who who would you say are your influences? Like who are those those background bands that you've been listening oh, to? So that, many. That really yeah. like we, really speak to you. Drake. So, Drake. <laughs> Drake. And you can clearly hear in the music. Yeah. I mean, I really felt a lot of similarities during your live show the other night. Like I really felt like yeah. a Drake vibe Drake. Yeah. during the show, which was yeah. was different. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. Um, I mean, but it really showed through, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the listen to Hawthorne Heights t-shirt that like oh, really well, screamed Drake. Was one of yeah, <laughs> kind of a lot of those. I mean, I know for Taylor and I, especially those like kind of pop punky Blink One Eighty Two, Sum Forty One, Hawthorne Heights. You know, just Paramore. Yeah, lots of pop punk background. Yeah. Lots of emo background. Um, trying to find a place for that in the modern day that isn't too overly nostalgic or too throwback or sure. too like trying hard to just be something from the old day. You know. Yeah. We're trying to find a, a home for it. In, in 2021, yeah. which can be tough. Sure. <laughs> but there's a lot of people who still, who still, who still don't yeah. fuck with it. It's, uh, I mean, yeah. it's coming back. Yeah, it totally yeah. is. It, it really is. Absolutely is having a little bit of a revival. Uh, yeah, like working here, I've seen more pop punk bands than I knew that existed. I mean, right. I just didn't know that people were still doing it. And like whenever y'all started recording here, I was like, thank God. Because that was like my favorite music growing up. And right on. it just it felt like home whenever I heard y'all playing for the first time and like recording. I was Thanks, like, so it, awesome. it really is just Thank like you, so special. Um, especially coming from, you know, the age that we're all at. You know, we all grew up on that music. Mm-hmm. Totally. And then I just would never want it to be lost. But Dude, y'all I, feel I, was, sure. I was in high school for that long. music. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Glad you guys grew up on it. <laughs> I was slamming beers in the parking lot to it. Yeah, so. yeah, Gas him in the lot, brother. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. He's not old. He's vintage. Um, vintage. Extra vintage, bro. <laughs> but I think you make a really good point with that. Like not wanting to sound too nostalgic, you know, on a style. Yeah. So how do you, you know, how do you keep that fresh? How do you progress that sound, that genre forward, you know, without leaning too much on the old school? You ever smoked weed, Cody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot. <laughs> smoking that shit every day over here. I'm um, smoking it right now. It's literally in my hand. No, it's, it's not um, true. We don't smoke weed in, no, yes. in the studio. We here in Day Shaper, straight edge. Um, <laughs> no, we just, we just try to, um, yeah, take in new music, dude. Sure. Be up to date, you know, listen to what's, what's going on in the world. Um, I love being nostalgic. I love listening to old music, but uh, there's something new every second of every day. So, right. well, like what we were up. talking about at dinner. I mean, you were, uh, you know, talking about how you like that Midwest emo. Totally. And like that's a a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can definitely see like the influences that shows in y'all's music from that kind of genre. Totally. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think I think lyrically more than anything, I try yeah. to kind of pull from pull from that. Because I feel like back then when pop punk was a thing, they would kind of hide the emotion, right? And like they would try to hide it behind words and like whatnot. But y'all are being upfront, just kind of like how this culture is now where we like to talk about like how we're feeling and not just like bullshit about it. We like really like to express how we feel these days. Yeah, absolutely. Back in my day, we just made fart jokes about it. (laughs) That's how we dealt with anything emotional. Yeah. 
Yeah, you just you just, just call your friend off. a name. Yep, You're just being <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. just be weak yeah. about it. A name. That's kind <laughs> of just part of being human, you know. Like we all feel emotions, you know. Yeah. It's. I mean, I'm sure it's like we're all a group of dudes sitting around right now. Like I'm sure we all know that sometimes as dudes, it's hard to express how we're fucking <laughs> feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's fun to like. I don't know, like. We all have such a good friendship that we can be vulnerable with each other. And I feel like that kind of translates in a way to where it comes out in our music too. Sure. Totally. You know, so I feel like that's kind of an aspect of it where we're all just like really good friends and just like. Definitely more vulnerable around each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you make a really good point. Like, you know, some of the best, some of the best songs, in my opinion, are always vulnerable. You know, there's really? always an element of truth. Like, <clears throat> you know, if you're you're looking at things like Adam's song, like being really open and honest about how yeah. you're feeling about it. Or if you go back and even look at like Chris Christopherson, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, just that raw truth mm-hmm. and integrity and in how you feel oh, yeah. and how the world is impacting you. It makes it human. It makes that song, you know, touch someone on a level that, you know, like dick and fart jokes probably don't, yeah. you know? So <laughs> Really? Yeah, shockingly enough, like, you know, we can all, like, we can all feel that, you know, like, I feel oh, yeah. a good fart joke, but, like, you know, like, when you, when you really get in there and speak to something human, I mean, that's what, that's what transcends, you know, all time and space with people, like, totally. I mean, that's why we still read Shakespeare. And, yeah, everyone's, you know, like, everyone's a little, I don't want to say emo, but, like, everyone's a little emotional yeah, inside, yeah, everyone's a little, you know, we all get sad, we all get happy, we all get yeah. everything. And the difference yeah. is, is, like, some people are not afraid to talk about it you know yeah and those are musicians <laughs> <We're all Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or you know you can just be slayer you know? or you can be slayer and you know they're they're saying stuff yeah. <laughs> they have a lot to say <laughs> very loudly yeah. love it, love it. Yes. huge slayer fan by the way i mean who's not it I feel like that's one of those like uh, kind of litmus tests, you know, for someone like, "Hey, where are you at with Slayer?" And they're like, "No," and you're like, mm. "Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> check, please." Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is my stuff. I gotta, gotta, yeah. So, so speaking of you know your songwriting, like, how what is your process? Like, who do you go work collaboratively on it? You know, does like one person write all the stuff and then come in and go, "Hey, this sucks," but can you make it better? You know, like Taylor? I'd say that when we all come in yeah. with something that yeah. sucks, and then everybody else slowly makes it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna say? Taylor writes a like a really strong amount of the lyrics because he he has this thing about him where I emotions. He is just Feelings. so in tune with it. I feel like you know what I mean, and it really shows in his lyric writing. And I am like inspired by him. You know what I mean. It's like really cool to be in a band with so many great musicians. Like I'm always like, oh, dude, like you hear what? Oh shit. Okay, I trust you, dude, because you, <laughs> you all get it, you know. Um, but we also do our best to like collab, and when we come together and like all bring riffs to the table, and like a little piece of it might work, and if it the whole thing doesn't work, then it's like okay, like we're all in this together. So like. Let's take that little piece and let's run with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we all kind of bring bits and pieces to the table. And we all try our best to bring the song to life as best as we all know that we can. Sure. Yeah. So Where do y'all practice <laughs> and write? DJ's basement, dude. Yeah, DJ's basement. <laughs> See, it's like, it's kind of home though, factory. right? It is. It is you know, dude. like, 
meet up in the same spot and you have the same vibe and you're able to to kind of connect on that level every time that you can Popeyes together, right? my Absolutely. <laughs> oh, dude, I could play in that basement for the rest of my life. If that was if that was it for us, I'm good. <laughs> I love playing in the basement. I know, dude. Vibes there. So, really so you're right in the basement. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's where everything comes together. It's where the magic happens. It's where you like really make the sausage. So shout out to the sausage. <laughs> yeah. A lot of sausage. So much sausage. Um, Summer sausage. Like cheers dude. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, to the, cheers to the sausage. There you go. All right. Cheers. Yeah. 50, one, 50 left. 50 left. Oh, we're making progress. We're getting there. So then times, you know, you mentioned earlier your EP. So it comes time mm-hmm. to record to yeah. figure out what are you going to put on there. What was the uh, process? Like, how did you go through the material you had and kind of figure out what you wanted to actually lay down? Man, there's a lot of stuff on that EP that was like off the cusp. Like a lot of harmonic, a lot of harmonies, especially that were just like, yo, you know, it'd be sound, it would sound really cool. Like we're basically done like laying down vocals. And then one of us was just like, you know, it sound really sick. I want to do this over this part. And we'd just kind of wing that because everybody would hear it at the same time. Be like, yeah, I get that. Let's do that. As far as picking the songs, we actually had a different track list for the EP before COVID happened. We had like one or two different songs on there and it's kind of bittersweet because it gave us the time to kind of figure out what the track list really should be. Like we, we cut a song, we added a song, we cut another song, added a song. Um, and I think kind of in a way we're grateful to have that year to really think about things and decide what should be recorded. I agree with that. Totally. We have that. I think that forced stop. You know, it's kind of been part of the conversation with several groups that we've had in, you know, because we've, we've been doing this, you know, podcast through COVID. And so, you know, a lot of the questions have been like, how are you dealing with not having an audience mm-hmm. or like doing a live stream or, you know, and, and one of the things that keeps coming back around for pretty much everybody is that forced hiatus, you know, that you have to stop <clears throat> because you can't yeah. play a show every weekend. <clears throat> so your only options are to practice and work on your material. Yeah. Um, you know, which for some people that helped them get really tight, which you know, was one of the comments that was made about you guys recording. Um, several people have said like, man, they were so tight in the recording sessions. Like everything was just, just, man, just right clicking on. just right. Um, other you. people like, you know, took a year and got loose, I guess. We'll say <laughs> it that loose. way, you know. Um, They're out here getting loose. Yeah, yeah, it didn't take the opportunity to like, you know. <laughs> To tighten up their craft, we kind of got sloppy. So like, yeah, you know. which no hate, you know, it was a hard yeah, time. It, it was of course, a lot of people time. became unmotivated, myself included. Like, sure. oh my god, the fact that we even practiced yeah, <laughs> over well, that we, year, we took yeah. some time off for a while because it wasn't yeah. like that beginning. Like, holy shit! Like, you'd watch documentaries on the word pandemic, <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit! Like, can't even talk to your best friend. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Yeah, and so then like we. In that process of not knowing what was happening, everyone's still trying to figure out how to handle this. We're all trying the best we can. We all don't know what the fuck is going on. We took some time off, and then we were finally kind of just like, you know what? Like, if we're going to be in each other's circle, like, we'll do that. You know, like, we're going to be in each other's circle. And we, like, started practicing again. And I feel like that was kind of a, kind of like Taylor was saying earlier, we wanted to record some stuff had that kind of force break and it kind of 
it was like a taste of excitement because we were like, oh, yeah, we're going to get this EP going. We're going to record. Woo, we're going to do it next weekend. And then the weekend before next weekend, everything shut down, you know. And yeah. so then we were like, oh, shit, we can't do it. And so then we were just like, okay, now we got to take some time apart. And it was in a very exciting time. So we kind of just like, it was a little bit sad for me in particular. I was so excited, you know, but then... Once we kind of started getting back at it, it kind of brought this whole new level of motivation to, you know what, if we're going to do it, let's like, let's dive in even harder. I remember our first jam sesh we had back in my garage before Deej got his house in his basement. Mm -hmm. And it was, or actually, I think it was at, was at Deej's mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Good old mom's house. Oh, yep. Yeah, in his mom's living room, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. And uh, it was just, like, so exciting, and we were all so excited, and the energy was so up, and it was just a really good feeling, and I think we kind of all carried that because we got a taste of the excitement, and it got taken away, but then we, like, were able to power through and just, like, keep going, you know? That's, That's all right. you can do, you know? Yeah. We were saying that impacted, you know, the decision-making on what songs would go on the EP. Like, how, how did that impact? Like, you know, what was the thought process? What was the feelings because we're talking about those today. Yeah, we're talking about so many feelings today. Um, <laughs> what up, feelings? Yeah, actually, I mean, one of the songs, which is the one that Avery's the lead vocals on Liar, wasn't even written a year ago when we were going to record the EP. So that wasn't going to be on there. We were going to do another kind of softer song to kind of end off the album, the EP. And uh, we just we just thought Liar was so sick. We had, <laughs> we had to put it on the EP. So, <laughs> so that was one of those choice decisions that kind of happened within the few months, like before recording. Um, yeah, just give us more time to have uh, our own pick of what to record. Because when we wanted to record, it was because we finally hit five songs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can record. Out there. We can record something. <laughs> That's so true. And now it's it's nice to kind of just pick through and be like, okay, what can we really show people to kind so of? So, how did that process work? You know, because I mean, in my mind, uh, you know, you sing most of the songs, but then Avery is starting to kind of come yeah. out a little bit more and sing a little more. So, mm -hmm. like. How did that decision happen whenever you decided for, or I guess y'all both, everybody decided for Avery to start being well, more involved vocally? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of uh, unspoken. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, whoever just was writing lyrics at the time would just start singing and, yeah. and is kind of grinding because that's like, what I was kind of just doing at the time was yeah. I was just going through a lot of shit. So well, I would be writing a lot of lyrics. It's not contrasting at all. I mean, your yeah. fit, yeah. your voice fits so well with Taylor's voice, oh, even if you. you're Thank separate you. tracks. And like, it, it, it truly, it sounds so cohesive. Awesome. I think it kind of goes back to where, I don't know, kind of goes back to those old high school roots where like, I know it's been about 15 years and Taylor and I have been playing together for the whole time, you know, and, Back in high school, even though we weren't writing these songs, we'd just be like, he'd be shredding over some bar chords that I knew at the time, and he'd be singing, and I'd be like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm going to try to bump some harmonies over that. So it's always kind of what we've done, you gotcha. know? So it still is kind of like a little bit of that natural sense of it's not too weird because we're so used to it. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. I'm ready for Colby to get on that mic one day. <laughs> yeah, we're, we got Colby in training. I mean, we're all we're all wondering Beach what too, Colby yeah. sounds like. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he said all of like Dude, three words. Like one year. Yeah. Yeah. Some Olivia Rodrigo when he's going. You know? Some Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> Goodbye, yeah. He's, yeah, I'm still uh, alone in my car. It's the only time I can sing. <laughs> it's it's brutal. <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody wishes I would do every time I sing. Is like, please take it back to your car. Yeah. Like, don't, don't come in for the Doghouse Family Jam session this month. Please don't. Like, yeah. my shower head was my biggest fan for the longest time. Yeah. You know what I, yeah. what I'm oh no, that's I'm a rock starts. star in the bathroom, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm that's killing Steve's it. Coming up, yeah, so good. So good. I turned like the fan on. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oof, man, it's like Sorry. a total rock god situation. Um, so uh, talk about um. If you don't mind, please and thank you. Um, <laughs> what was the recording process like for you guys? Like, you know, actually coming into the studio. So sick. Dude, yeah. Firstly, <laughs> firstly it was sick. <laughs> we love the crew here. Like, could not love the crew here more. It's so much fun to work with everybody here. Oh, my gosh. Um, it was interesting getting to, I guess, learn about, I don't, I don't know, the entire process. Getting to record in this actually this room right here that we're in um doing our scratch tracks for everybody and just kind of giving everyone an idea of what we were going through um yeah doing the takes for vocals is is obviously really weird (laughs) it's obviously the weirdest part probably of the whole thing is figuring out how to get yourself in a space like when it's just you and uh, recording um it's so different yeah yeah yeah, especially when you can feel yourself belting notes <laughs> to basically a, a headphone track. Right. Compared to, to playing with a live band. And, True. Yeah. So, you know, very, very cool to get that experience. Absolutely. It was just like, I don't know, because I feel like there's this little bit of, you know, for me in particular, like I remember the first time I picked up a guitar you know, I was like, Dad, I really want to play this shit. I, I, I might play the drums. I don't know. And we went to this guitar shop and, like, uh, Homeboy was like, you got a big decision, kid. <laughs> drums or the G fiddle. <laughs> I was like, you chose right. I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I was just a guitar. You? Like, but then, like, you pick it up and you don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> you're just like fucking around on it for a while but then like even in that moment you're still kind of like I don't know how to play this but I have these idols and these musicians that I really appreciate and like it'd be so fun to just kind of do what they do you know and it's being in the studio I think is a little bit of that oh yeah yeah you know we may not be like ACDC, for example, big, but it's just like we're still like, we got a little, it feels cool to just be in this with people who are so helpful for the stuff that we don't really know too well and you're kind of guiding us in the process and we're just like trying to bring this project that we care about so much to life and like y'all do such a great job at doing it because like, oh my gosh, watching you and John in the studio just like click click this oh yeah oh you want this like to sound this way and you're just like okay done you know what i mean 
it was so cool to do and like the whole process was just so exciting because of that whole thing and so cool and the energy level was just up for everybody you know and Dude. it was next level <laughs> listening to an unfinished track is like the most fun thing i could possibly think of like listen, <laughs> listening to like a track with like half the instruments recorded on it that's not mixed yet is like the most exciting thing you can imagine listening to yeah We'd all be like in our cars throughout the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bumping like half the tracks. <laughs> and then I'd get like a bling. And just like, yo, I think I should do this over this track. And Colby's like, yeah, I think I'm going to do this too. And Taylor's like, oh, hell yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's dope yeah. as shit. You know? <laughs> Let's go. Let's get it. Yeah, it's um, super exciting because you fill in the blanks, you know, as, as when, you're, when it's your song, you can hear sure. it finished when it's half finished. And yeah. It's super cool. <clears throat> How much would you say um, – you know, like working with a producer, like, you know, as opposed to just, because I mean, when you're working on your live stuff, it's just you guys, like yeah. you're writing your songs, you're figuring out your harmonies, you know, you're arranging it how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And then working with a producer and having them, you know, give input, like, did you feel, you know, I guess that that was a positive thing or, you know, was it, you know, infringing upon your creative, you know, artistic endeavors or? No, never. I mean, it's, it's, I think the coolest thing is getting another perspective because, mm-hmm. You know, you are never going to have the same, like, vision as somebody else, ever. Right. But when you get pitched a few different things by a producer, a few different things by, like, a friend or anybody, and that one thing that they pitch is, like, wow, that's magic. Like, we need that in the song. <laughs> things right. that we wouldn't have thought of. There's actually, like, in the, in the track Damage Me off, off the EP, Ooh. there's this really cool kind of kind of spate me spacey atmospheric uh i guess it's a delay of my guitar sounds that are kind of pushed an octave up and he's he did some extra stuff to it and it just like that was never in the song and when i heard it i was like this is magic (laughs) this is the like i would have never thought of that and i was hooked on it you know so it there's a lot of stuff that pops up when you get a second perspective and of course you're not gonna agree on everything of course there's gonna be things i pull that back uh, this is how we hear this, you know, guitar part or drum part always happens. But sure. it's those like little tiny magic things that that happen that is worth all the, you know, it's the one in 10 or the one in five makes it worth it. Yeah. Well, to y'all's credit, it's so much more fun and easy to work with a band that A, we like the music, but B, like that are just great people, <laughs> you know, and so like, you know, sitting in the control room with y'all and you know, going through this whole process, it's like we're sitting in there with just friends, you know, not clients. Yeah. Totally. And, yeah. you know, it makes it so much more fun and, like, we're able to suggest things or, you know, make comments and, like, you know, it. I think it really helps the creative process just because, like, y'all are just very… Like comfortableness yeah. to it. Exactly. Yeah, it's comfortable and, like, you know, we're now just hanging out and we're just homies now and like, yeah, that's what we're doing right now. you know, and like uh, day four of a juice cleanse together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good cheers <laughs> moment. Cheers to that one. Cheers. We got so many more to go. No, but that was fun too. It's just, I mean, because there's this, I mean, you kind of hear horror stories sometimes of like, you know, I sent this to a producer that I don't know, and you get it back, and you're like, what? I can tell you this horror story. So it was like, it was so nice too for us because, like, we felt that too, you know, and it was like, 
oh, like at the end of the day, we're all just a big team <clears throat> trying to bring one goal together. And we like, I think we did it. Like it's, it's been so much fun to do that. Like I can't express it. It's, it's been really fun. What was your favorite moment? If you could pick one. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I, I think, think the whole process. <laughs> That's my favorite moment. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I, think, I think my favorite <laughs> moment think. was like rolling up to the parking lot before we got here every time we got here because you're just like, oh, shit, it's happening. <laughs> oh, we're here, we're here. And then like Taylor would roll up and then Colby would roll up and then Deej would roll up and we'd just be in the parking lot <laughs> busting out white claws from the whip. <laughs> just getting ready, getting ready. Ready to go, so, you know. I remember the first time we came and recorded, we had that like just dry mix. Like we all just plugged in and played and it was, mm -hmm. you know, but then we just went out into the parking lot. We sat there for like two hours just listening to it over and over <laughs> again. It's like, we're like, just yeah, like, yeah, man, this is awesome. Tripping in the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> really just self-indulging. Just like yeah. live recording. Never check the security cameras out there. <laughs> there's, there's, there's some footage. Oh, God. I don't know. Was, yeah, absolutely. That was a good time. Well, because I think it ties back into that, like, sense of, like, vulnerability with our music, whereas, like, we all just were so excited to just, I mean, because through the process, we were just like, oh, Colby, like, we play in a basement, so I've never really heard your bass line before because, yeah. like, there's so many sounds in this small area that kind of just gets meshy, like, sound waves are clashing, you know? And then, like, we all had those moments with each other, and we were just that like, cool. oh, yeah. dude, that shit is juice. That's sauce, bro. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. You been doing that for, so like, we six like, months? <laughs> we were all just learning throughout the whole process, and it was just so exciting, you know? And there's the flip side where I was playing the wrong note during one chord. <laughs> Taylor had to come in. He was like, yo, dude. Hey, bro. I do you remember uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should probably play this note instead. Is that how you put that? What's that? Is that how you put that? You should probably play no, this no. note instead. <laughs> paraphrasing me. I was like, oh, bro, during this like part of the bridge, like I totally switched up the chords that I never like told you. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I play. So like, can you hit this with me? And uh, yeah. Well, that's that's kind of what I appreciate things. about that, Taylor, too, is because, like, Taylor has a vision for things sometimes, and instead of being like, hey, dude, uh, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, you got to play it fucking this way, you know? It's like, <laughs> he's just like, oh, dude, this is, like, what we're doing, and, like, we're going to figure it out, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I appreciated that about you, bro. Yeah, man. It's, like, cool. Do you, you want to yeah. throw in a cheers with you? Yeah, dude. Yeah, cheers. Four cheers. That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's to being flexible. There's plenty more. Yeah. <laughs> plenty more. Hey, correct that. There you go. I'm connected in the mic. Yes. <laughs> but that's part of like, I mean, because when I met Taylor, I, I, I would honestly say I think Taylor has been the biggest driver in me becoming a better musician because like I saw the way this dude shreds. And I didn't know anything but just, like, the typical four-bar chord, you know, in any way that it would sound decent and not decent. It was four chords. So I was like, <laughs> I'm playing it. Woo! And then the first time I jammed with him, I was like, he was like, oh, you play guitar? And I was like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I dabble. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, then, and then 
then I listened to how he dabbles, and I was like, oh, shit, dude, I got to level up. You know? But the whole time, he was just like, he's just such a good teacher in that sense, too, as well. You know, so. So are you giving lessons? Or? <laughs> yeah, first one's free. First one? <laughs> <laughs> Second one, you got to bring White Claw, too, dude. Yeah, you can pay me White Claw. I'll take that. <laughs> So have you guys worked out a sponsorship with White Claw yet? Or We're still working on that. We've been working on it for a year and a half. If White ever listens to this, okay. please hit us up. Email. Uh, you know it. <laughs> Reach out to yeah. him on any social media. White Claw, feel free to just, yeah. you know. Day Shaper Zero. That's your band. Yeah, we actually wrote them a theme song, but they don't know yet. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. Is that on the next days. EP? Is it on the next EP? Or is, are you going to do like the LP and put it on there? <laughs> we might go under a different alias. <laughs> it's a little wild. Daryl Stevenson, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something that sounds like Dave Shaper. Night non-formative. Dave Shaper? You're thinking Dave, Sha- Dave Shaper? Dave Shaper. Like, yeah. yeah, he just writes songs for uh, commercials and <laughs> companies. I mean, it pays. <laughs> it does pay. It'll fund it's our really actual right. music. <laughs> so... So you talk about the process was great. Had an amazing time. Mm-hmm. Jumping up and down in the parking lot, you know, to the first things being recorded. <laughs> what was it like to actually hear the final recording? Dude. Like fully mixed, fully ready. Mastering is a, is a mystery to me, man. <laughs> That's why we leave it to geniuses like, yeah. you know, John Absolutely. and Lauren and, you know, mm-hmm. people like Absolutely. And, yeah. and Ty. And Ty. And they do an amazing job because, <laughs> yeah, that is, that is magic to me to take a collection of sounds and just <laughs> expand it right. and, and, and put it all into the right place. And, and uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a mystery to me, but I loved hearing it on, on speakers. We would, we would blast it. I think for like a oh, month, we just blasted oh it at like house parties. Oh yeah. We'd be like, <laughs> we just play in the background. This new shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So much fun. And, uh, it's cool to see, what you kind of envision when you have nothing recorded compared to the final product. And it's all positive because there's things that you heard that you expected and that you heard that way. And then there's things that you didn't expect to sound a certain way. And you love those too, because it was all this step-by-step kind of process of figuring out what to do with each section. And uh, yeah, hearing it all come together. It's like, did we even go into the studio? When did this happen? Like, we were there for like a month and then two months later we have an EP. Like what just happened? Right. Um, yeah. It, it feels like, it feels like it was like a snap. Like it felt like it was five minutes. We were Things recording so fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So what's next? A lot of fun shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We're ready we to record again we- soon. <clears throat> um, Don't know where I'm going next, but I promise it won't be boring. Promise it won't be boring. <laughs> Shout out to Bowie, dude. <laughs> Is that another cheers, dude? There's a fly in here. Yeah. Yeah. It. yeah. No, definitely, yeah. Cheers to Bowie. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and cheers to that fly that keeps Yeah, it keeps landing on my leg. Oh, it's here right now, chilling with me, dude. What up, fly? for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, we, we have a lot of new stuff in the works and... It was stuff that we like brought to the show on Friday. Yeah, and definitely heard it. I feel like there's just kind of never-ending process of like, okay, we got it, it's in there, but like, what else could we do? You know, so I think right now we're in the balance of, we have so many fun things that we're working on and eventually like so excited to 
I don't know, like they like everything's a process. We like have to go through that process of like, you know, creating it and like finally bringing that product and like even this product, kind of like the songs we had. What happens when we go to the studio and like somebody is just like, "Yo, what about this?" and like bring something totally new to the table, you know, like. That whole thing, like, I think we're kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say super close, but we have thoughts of starting to record again eventually of some new stuff, and we're still kind of planning in that sense, but I don't know, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like day one again, you know? Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of exciting again, like, it's fun, like, all this new stuff, it kind of brings this new energy, and it's just... We can't wait until that time, but we don't know when it's going to happen quite yet. Yeah. yeah. So. I've been so excited about the new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. I mean, that, that like the show on Saturday was super experimental for us because we played almost exclusively new stuff. We just wanted to share a bunch of, a bunch of music and we only had so much time. We were like, let's just let's wing it. Let's just throw everything new we can at people and see what they think. And uh, Well, they liked it. <laughs> and they liked there. it and we loved and we're so we loved grateful sharing yeah. yeah and it was great and so it, it almost feels like we are kind of I mean it's been like two years or like a year and a half I guess it's been a year since you've you've been in the band yeah, yeah it's much. been like a year basically since it's we've crazy. all been together it feels like forever dude and I feel like we're finally <laughs> kind of finding that niche in the little we're, we're kind of finding all the areas that we excel at and now it's just feeling like alright let's like really show people what we can do. And so we're just excited to get back in and record even, even one song to just kind of show the progression of yeah. things and where we've kind of moved toward because I guess it's always like the artist curse. Like you just, you record, you do a project and you finish it and then it's like, but I'm already working on the next thing. And, right. Oh, I, you never feel finished. You never feel like your present self is recorded and out there in the world. So you'd have to go back and do it again and again and again and, yeah, but isn't that a great thing? It's such so, a great feeling that you never feel finished. Yeah, man. There's always more to do. <laughs> it's, you know? it's, it's like, like, like the blessing and the curse. It's you know, like, like, yeah, it's yeah. like a dichotomy because yeah. you're like, oh, like at some point, like at what point are we just done with this? Because never. like we're ready for next, but like at what point are we just going to, you know, like this song, it's solid. We all feel like we could do a bit more, but at what point do we do a bit more too much? You know, so like... We don't want to, I feel like we'd really try to like feel our songs and like there's moments where like we'll just be like fucking around, somebody will play some riff and we just like feel it and like it's a very distinct moment where we're just like all in it, you know. I think that's kind of something we try to ride because we don't want to go too much in one direction where it's just like, you know. Like one instrument might be overwhelming to another, and we try to find that balance. I don't know. I feel like we're kind of in that constant search of what is the best balance for one of our songs, mm-hmm. and it's kind of fun. It's exciting, Absolutely. you know. Yeah, we have some slightly genre experimental stuff coming too. Which <laughs> <Slightly>. Definitely <laughs> came from just just alcohol infused just jamming basically yeah. i mean i can't say it like it's like There's people like you'll know what i mean when it comes out <laughs> 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 like the 
the the the ridiculous shift in genre in the middle of the song is like it was completely off the cusp. It was something that we just messed with in a basement in a room. Um, and we all looked at each other like, this is the shit. <laughs> like, this is it right here. So we, we can't wait to share the, the next thing with everybody, man. Really can't. That's awesome. We, so we do have two questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, these came from the hallways of Doghouse. Okay. Shout People want to know. Okay. <clears throat> Not going to say who asked these questions. Yeah, no. But somebody no, really wanted to know the answer to the next two questions. Uh, is it true that Avery is engaged to the lead singer of Barry Mia, or is that just a rumor? <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's up to you, man. <laughs> you know, tell him. Let's hear from that boy. I was in the Navy, man. <laughs> Spent a lot of time in my life having discretion over top secret information. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I'll say as soon as it gets declassified, <laughs> we can readdress it. But until then, All right. I have no words. <laughs> All right, that's fair. You're playing it close to the vest. I get that. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> They're totally <laughs> banging it. Twenty percent. <laughs> <laughs> no, also, let's just shout out to Barry real quick. They fucking shred, dude. Hell yeah, man. seriously, dude. They really do. Those guys are some of the most fun people yeah, we've met in people. a while. Yeah, cheers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to the 47 show. 47 to go. Cheers. All right. <laughs> oh. It had to happen, right? For those of you at home wondering what happened, a white claw just hit the floor. It is now part of the carpet. I feel bad because I, like, I feel like I got to sit here, but I also, like, inside, I just want to clean it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> We'll find some paper we'll, we'll towels. We'll get on it. <laughs> yeah. um, so <clears throat> the other big question that inquiring minds want to know, which member of Blink-182 would you be and why? I believe in aliens, man. So like, All right. I got to go there with my is. boy. I got to go with my boy, Tom. <laughs> Was that an alien sound? <laughs> it might have been. Yeah, they might have heard me. <laughs> what about you, dude? I literally only know Travis Barker from that band. <laughs> He's Travis Barker, dude. So that's going to have to be my answer. All right. Unfortunately. Well, I'm a bit torn because, I don't know, I remember, like, growing up, I think for me, like, Mark's harmonies over, like, feeling this and, like, that little verse he has, that was kind of like, that shit hit, you know? And as much as I love Mark... I mean, we all know Tom's like, take me home, like voice, you know what I mean? Like it's classic, you know? But I think I'd have to go with, I'd have to go with Mark, man. Because that shit just hits home. You're the Mark to my Tom, bro. You'd be the Tom to my Mark, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and the next Cheers of the Night. There it is, yeah. Cheers. 46! Because <laughs> they might fall. <laughs> We're holding strong. <laughs> So we have a um, we have a segment that we do on every episode. Go around the room. One big question: What are you listening to this week? Starting with me. Yep. All right. My biggest obsession right now is Kenny Hoopla. He's like a kind of pop punk revival act, 
and he Travis Barker was the drummer on his latest album actually and I cannot stop listening to him he's incredible he just has an ear for exactly what we're all missing from the like late 90s early 2000s and he's bringing it back like full force and people are really into the whole pop punk vibe again and it's really really cool I love that energy yeah so like I don't know, like three or four months ago, Taylor sent me this podcast about To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. And I only recently started listening to it, but basically all I can listen to now is Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> uh, I have to admit, I'm still on Jack Harlow's new album. <laughs> it's like 21C, Delta. 21C. Cram, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> shit hits so it, hard to me. It's funny because as a band, we I feel like we listen to more hip hop than anything between the three, the four of us. Like we just have, we have a huge range of music, but we listen to a lot of right. a lot of hip hop and like a lot of really chill music and a lot of heavier stuff and kind of vibey. Like I can't say that we take all those influences and put them in our music <laughs> exactly, but like. <laughs> There's definitely a feeling at the least that kind of I I feel like is shared between kind of hip hop and punk music in totally. a way. You know what I mean? Totally. Where there's an energy and there's kind of a like, you know, rebellion and a and a, you know, fuck the system, so to speak, kind of thing or whatever the whatever it may be. So like, yeah, that energy definitely is is brought in. But yeah, we listen to a lot of hip hop <laughs> in this band. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> What do you got, Ty? What do you got, Ty? Uh, listen to a lot of Wood Brothers. Wood Brothers. Right on. Yeah. Oh, hell just yeah, dude. having a good time in life right now, so. Fuck yeah, dude. Wood Brothers is calling. You're going to have to share that with me. Postcards that's from Hell, good. man. Postcards yeah. from Hell, God, dude. That, that song is <laughs> killing me so right now. Good. <laughs> it's so good. Mm. Uh, so I got on this kick, and I don't know how I got there, um, but all I can listen to this week is the Texas Tornadoes. Okay. Texas I know who that is. You know who that is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I think I do. This is a Tejano super group from the early 90s with like yep. Flaco Jimenez on the squeeze box. Okay. I can't stop listening to Hey Baby K Paso. Hey Baby K Paso. Dude, I've been yeah, listening okay. to it so much that literally my kids, I have a five year old and I have a three year old, they're super into it. <laughs> and so every morning on their way to daycare, they're like, Mommy, play Hey K Paso. And so every single, my wife actually said to me this week, she's like, I love you, but I hate you for this. Because every morning they get in the car and they want to hear Hey Baby K Paso. And we listen to it five times on the way to daycare. And then I drop them off and pick them up in the afternoon. And what's the first thing they ask for? Hey Baby K Paso by the Texas Tornadoes. It's, so. like, it's like repeating a Wiggles song yeah, dude, repeat it's, in the car, except it's something Well, at least like. it's not the Wiggles. I mean, that's like, yeah. that's one thing that we've tried really hard is to like craft a a set of songs that they're into yeah. that is not the Frozen soundtrack. Yeah, or, well, you don't like uh, you know, fruit salad? Well, it's, <laughs> what, in, what we ended up That's with, man, it's like their their favorite artists right now, I'm not kidding you, are Willie Nelson. They listen no, to the sure. Red-Headed Stranger all, all the time. Um, they're super into Dolly Parton. Um, Ella Fitzgerald right. is a big fixture. Um, wow. Jesus. Shilpa Ray and her happy hookers uh, out of Brooklyn. <laughs> sure. And uh, <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, um, they want to. They put on that one because it's the screaming lady, and the so they really lady. like that one. <laughs> Chivalry. Um, but yeah, and then uh, then the Texas tornadoes, like that's what they listen to. It's, wow, and they like Feist and you know <laughs> some other stuff thrown in. Yeah, wow. yeah. You know Avery's from El Paso, right? I heard that. 
Yeah. So okay, it's so three, a couple Texas three Texas boys, boys sitting in there. Yeah. Three wow. Texas boys. Yeehaw, yeah. bro. Do we like kind of like map out too, right? So like he's El Paso, and then like you're kind of central. San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm I'm you know by you by you east. Is the text muted triangle? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thanks so much for coming in, guys. Really course, appreciate man. having you here. Um, you know, best of luck in all your future endeavors. Can't wait to see what you do next. Um, please let us know when you got another show coming up. Sure. Make sure we're there. Um, yeah. Big yeah. fans. Shout out Dave Shaver. Thank you so much. Right so Thank much you so fun. much for having us, man. Thank it's been you. a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Rocky Mountain Mixdown. For more information on any of the topics we discussed this week, look us up online at doghousemusic.com or your favorite social media platform. 